do the real news now. Do the real news. Do the real news now. 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 Real news now. Real news now. Do the real now. We got real news for you. Politics and culture and entertainment too. From a Marxist point of view. Hey, it's the real news. You might have noticed we have ads now. Uh, don't want ads? Well, for as little as $2 a month, you can subscribe to our Patreon and not only get ad-free episodes, but you get all of our episodes the moment I get done making them and in high quality, in stereo. We release all of our other episodes in mono, like the fucking Beatles did for their first four albums. That's oh, for idiots like <laughs> and br- British people. It's mono's for the British. So don't be British, no. unless you're British, and, we, and then we love you. We're then you, just, should change, we're just you should change yourself, actually. Yeah, you, I mean, like, <laughs> and by change yourself, I mean, like, burn your country to the ground. Yes. Fucking ground. Dude, and you it. know what? Take the U.S. while you're at it. We both suck. We yeah. all suck. We're all complicit in this world. It'd be true. It'd, It'd be, be true. true. Uh, anyway, so, but you know what's not complicit this wonderful podcast. Hmm. So for as little as $2 a month, you get ad-free episodes, high-quality episodes, episodes of the moment I get done with them. Uh, oh, and you don't have to wait, like everyone else, for them to trickle out all over your your your, your butt, like uh, mm. you just got bred by a <laughs> by a couple guys in a, you know, lo- no-loads-refused orgy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, at the bathhouse. Hells yeah. Don't, don't let the episodes trickle down your ass and your fucking thigh <laughs> like that. You want to save that? Because I won't. I won't look it up like I would for some people. That's pre- that's that's precious manna from heaven. You want to save it? Yeah. Don't absolutely. let it trickle down. <laughs> uh, also, if you uh, pay five dollars or more, that's mm. our uh, big dumb idiot here, and we mention your name on the podcast and say thank you to people just like Dan Morrison, Dylan Lance, Joanna Hearn, Jordan Hale, Nick Savard, and Shane Sawyer. Oh. All of whom are awesome and deserve a vintage board game. Mm. If you're listening to this and in any position to give any of those folks a vintage board game. Mm. Once again, that's at patreon.com slash dumbidiotbs. That's dumb idiot and the letters BS, which stands for bullshit. But also, Britton Straw, which is my name. Oh yeah, it is your name. Yeah. And uh, Bubblicious Soup. Oh yeah, Bubblicious Soup. <laughs> like, you know, bubblegum soup. Bubblegum soup. Just like grandma used to make. <laughs> Gum soup. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's gum soup. That's a good good idea. I'm gonna I'm gonna capitalize on gums chewing gum soup. It's just, it's just like those ice cream bars that have the gum in it. Like I thought that I always hated those ice cream bars that you'd like they, like it's ice cream and then you finish with a piece of gum. Mm-hmm. It's like I thought that was the stupidest idea. Yeah. Like you don't want I mean, gum and ice cream. A, a good blowjob finishes with a piece of gum too, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> what <laughs> I went there. I went you there, did. folks. Yeah. Gum soup. Yeah, just have little matzo balls and then just like the bubblicious um mm-hmm. Uh, little balls in it. That would be great. Indeed. Yeah. Well, let's get into the news for the week. All right. So uh, let's start uh, on this uh, article by Newsweek here. Donald Trump's trading cards have sparked a Republican meltdown. Mm. So Donald Trump has continued to receive criticism for his much-hyped major announcement, which turned out to be the former president selling $99 NFTs <laughs> of himself 
as digital trading cards. Yeah, that, that's that's incredible. Like, it, very, very timely to mm-hmm. enter the uh, NFT game. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, like he's, he really has his uh, fingers on the pulse of he's, what's, he's, what's he, happening. He literally, like, he's starting to do it now that, like, everyone has figured out this entire thing is a fraud. Yeah. Which is crazy to me because, like, they fucking sold out. Yeah. They sold out, like, fast. Well, um... I bet my belief is I think they were specifically targeting like boomers, mm-hmm. like like the elderly who don't know any better and probably don't even like they think they're just getting like a um something unique, something yes. li- like a trading card. Yeah, something like a trading card. Yeah, that's card. the thing is like it, he like called them digital trading cards. Mm-hmm. He didn't push them as NFTs because NFT, that's a poisonous term now. Yeah. Where the thing that's crazy about Republicans is they will have poisonous terms and they will just repackage them as anything. Yeah. And as long as someone they like, like Trump says it, they'll just fucking believe it. Yeah, I mean, and trading cards, like, yeah, obviously, like, you know, boomers and stuff, you know, you know, that's mm-hmm. like, you know, baseball cards, you know, that's that, that's yeah. kind of like thing. That, that's you know, like they feeling remember. Kind of, yeah, yeah, feeling it invokes like, oh, yeah, like I collected baseball cards as a kid mm-hmm. and oh, I'm I'm getting a digital baseball card. Wow, that's really cool. And ninety nine dollars. Well, anything to support my president. and. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I heard, I'm not sure if it's true or not, but I heard that it's not even on OpenSea. Like, it's not even, like, actually, like... Not even, like, a registered <laughs> NFT or anything? Yeah, not like, even, like, a... Reg- verifiable or anything? Yeah, I heard it's, like, on, uh, I heard it's, like, just a PDF file or something. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not sure if that's true or not, but... That would like, be amazing. That, if, they, I, if they literally just sold a copy of a PDF. Yes. That would be boner-inducingly grifty and yeah. funny. I mean, this is already, obviously, an enormous grift. Yeah, because, like, they were supposedly only, like, yeah, I think, uh, 4,500 made. Really? That's it? That's it. Yeah, but he still made, he sold all of them, so that's $4.5 million. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. I, I hate this world. Yes. <laughs> I want, America needs to burn. Yeah. No. So, Trump had teased uh, he would be making a statement on Thursday, December 15th, uh, on Truth Social by declaring that America needs a superhero and sharing an image of him pulling a Superman-like pose. Well, I'm with, sorry, there was 45,000 uh, made. I'm sorry. 45,000. Oh, okay, yeah. that makes more sense. Okay, yes. Yeah. Uh, pulling a Superman-like pose with lasers shooting out of his eyes. Uh, while there was speculation for the major, major announcement could be that Trump was confirming his next running mate, which is obviously not going to be Pence, or declaring that he will be running for the White House in 24 as an independent, mm-hmm. uh, it was instead revealed to be a collection of Trump digital trading, trading cards being sold for $99 a piece. Uh, very much like a baseball card, but hopefully much more exciting, Trump wrote yeah. on Truth Social. <laughs> hopefully much more exciting. What the fuck is that supposed to mean? Like yeah. you can't do anything with it. No, and I and that was that that's but it was figured out pretty quickly in the NFT thing because like you know I I was like realizing when he did that I haven't even seen like anybody like with a bored ape in months mm-hmm. because that was just yeah, like they were all over everywhere like on yeah. Jimmy Fallon and shit yeah and like and in um and uh, also like there's other ones like that are just like the evil that were even shittier like mm-hmm. I guess they were called punks or something something punks yeah and uh those completely disappeared off the, off of twitter like the Thank bored God. apes like cuz yeah, I don't even see anyone with like an nft fucking uh icon anymore which no. is awesome yeah it is yeah it's pretty cool like the like, only ones i see are the fa- are people having like fake ones you know you can yeah. create a fake one just like to fuck with people but mm-hmm. yeah like no one like they realize that that it's a completely useless thing that has no 
functionality of any kind that can't be that's not doesn't appreciate in value obviously like i think i heard like one of the last times i heard about like the board ape i think someone was trying to unload one for like 130 dollars or something just like some Amazing. some something that they bought for like six figures you mm-hmm. know it's just like and they're 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 something that was like obviously a pyramid scheme that took adva- that a lot of people were taking advantage and now they yep. just that's worthless. all that's all all of this is yeah like, I was looking for a good, like, reading series today, and uh, I, I look usually for things I, like, fundamentally disagree with. So I go to places like National Review and stuff yeah. like that. <laughs> there was actually an opinion piece in the National fucking Review that was, like, titled something like, uh, maybe investing in things that don't exist is uh, not going to end well. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. excuse me? And I read it, and I'm like, wow, weird. <laughs> like, I agree with, like, all of this. And it is funny because, yeah, like, that's a, like, uh, I mean... They were the party of, you know, like that's like you remember when Glenn Beck was like selling gold, mm-hmm. but like it wasn't even actually selling like real gold, just like gold plated yeah. uh, coins and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, you know, even though that was also kind of you know, a scam, like at least it was something that could potentially increase in value. Like, you know, like, you know, they do say invest in gold, you know, it's more like gold, actual, actual real gold. Yeah, not yeah. Like, 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 and that, that makes sense in some economic conditions. Yeah. But like, conservatives always say invest in gold no matter the economic conditions yes. because <laughs> a lot of them have this weird like gold standard fetish and stuff they like do. that. They do. Which really doesn't make sense, especially like given how we've recreated our financial world. Mm-hmm. Like going back to a gold standard would not put us in a great position because no. America doesn't have the most gold. No. And 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 yeah, that's why like with the gold they were selling on those like um, scam websites was just like just gold plating like literally no gold at all mm-hmm. yeah so uh so this didn't happen without some pushback from uh, mm. some trump loyalists and former maga folks so steve bannon oh wow former white house chief strategist and longtime ally of trump was one of the more high high profile gop names to condemn the former president for the apparent major announcement on thursday saying uh i can't do this anymore <laughs> Bannon said on his War Room podcast, adding that anyone who was involved in the project, quote, ought to be fired today. <laughs> Which, you know what? Fucking broken clock. Twice, twice a day. Yeah, I mean. Fuck, fuck Steve Bannon, but yeah, that's true. <laughs> but I mean, also, like, like, yeah, I mean, it didn't backfire on Trump at all. He made $4.5 million. million. Like, he, like, people still fall for it. And he like money like it's literally money for nothing. It's the fucking um, chicks for free. Also, <laughs> chicks for free. It's from the, what I'm told. Yes, it's the fucking song, man. Like they, it's something that took literally no work. Mm-hmm. Like you know, because like I don't know if if you haven't seen the um the actual trading cards themselves, they're dog shit. They're dog shit. It's just like um Trump's like really bulbous, gross head just uh pasted on uh, different bodies and, mm-hmm. and and they're all like superheroes and like. Mm-hmm fucking men in space like astronauts and yeah. like fucking like gladiators and shit it's it's silly it's like donald trump has never had a nice body no he's like he's had nice suits at some points mm-hmm. but like he is a rich pasty white guy who's <laughs> like you know just like obviously doesn't do anything but actually He's got big boobs and small arms. (laughs) Hells yeah. He's not masculine in any (laughs) sense of like a traditional masculine. He's tall. Yeah, he's tall. And there's that. But he's like, he's got big boobs and tiny, tiny arms. And a big old fat, juicy ass. Oh, he's got a big dumper. And it's like not one of those dumpers that you do by doing a lot of squats or walking a lot or biking. He's never biked in his fucking life. It's It's just by straight being juicy. 
Oh yeah, it is. It is a juice caboose. That, <laughs> that thing's full of pudding. Just all fucking pistachio pudding mm-hmm. all up in that bouncy house. But actually, now I'm thinking that I will give them credit. Like they oh. actually do look better than the board apes. <laughs> You're not wrong. Actually. You know what? Like they are, and they also have more. Cre- like like I was looking through a lot of them. Like there's like some of him as like a cowboy, and. And so and so they do do different backgrounds and they stuff do. like that. And so there is like it just basically looks like you know you put if you if uh, Trump went through a bunch of different filters on Instagram or something. But still like they do it Which you might have. You <laughs> might have. Yeah, that would not be a huge surprise. But I will say yeah, it's slightly better production values than um than the board apes. So I'll give I mean, them that. It just, it just and they're looks, cheaper than the board apes. It just looks like pretty much like he just took all of the shitty memes of him like as a superhero and shit and yeah. like is like Oh, the trading cards now. And then that's it. I wonder if there's that one of him as the God Emperor from Warhammer. Oh, that would be amazing. <laughs> Speaking of which, we're not really going to discuss it, but Henry yeah. Cavill now is trying to get a Warhammer 40K series produced by, I think, Amazon or Netflix? Oh, yeah, that was the first... Uh, oh, my my uh, middle brother, Matthew, um, loves Warhammer, and I that's the first uh, message I woke up to this morning. Nice. <laughs> like him, him excited for uh, the Henry Cavill uh, Warhammer yeah, series. Henry Cavill's a huge... Huge Warhammer, yes, nerd. huge mm. Warhammer. Yeah, I follow him on Instagram. He had he had uh, videos of him painting. No, figures. he loves. Yeah, painting. he's a, he's a painting boy. Yeah. Um. So others also suggested that the potential GOP candidate for the 2024 presidency should be more focused on other issues than selling online tokens. Fox News breaking news editor Chris Pandolfo tweeted, Sure, inflation is wrecking the economy. China and Russia are on the move. The culture war wages at home. Who do you think is waging the culture war guy? Yeah, I know. But at least (laughs) presidential candidate Donald Trump is offering voters Trump digital trading cards they can buy for $99 each. Get your NFT today. Yeah. Um, Because that's, yeah, and that's the thing. Like, the people he sold it to, they have no idea what to do with it. They just think they got something special from Trump, and they're just going to, like have it on their computer mm-hmm. and just be like, this is a thing I have. And mm-hmm. I wonder if the uh, Seattle NFT museum bought one. No, oh my God. There's a <laughs> NFT museum here. Yeah. I uh, saw it. Uh, it's that, uh, went to uh, a couple weeks ago, went down to um, uh, Pike place mm-hmm. and, uh, and uh, walking towards Pike place. There's an NFT museum. What was that? Well, that's a, that's an ad that's play, auto playing on this nudist article. Oh, hells yeah. Oh, cool. Really good stuff. This is great podcasting, huh? Folks? Yeah, oh, we love it, don't we, folks? <laughs> That's really good stuff. But yeah, we You're pa- welcome. We passed by the NFT museum, and it's just like, um, just a guy sitting. Where, where is it? Uh, it's on. Um, it's just a few blocks from the Pike Place. Like, yeah, like if you if you pass by down on um, I'm gonna go there really high and just laugh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah wow. hopefully you don't have to pay to get in we didn't bother going in like we were just like what the fuck and just like look I mean, through I'll, the windows I'll, I'll pay to go in but then i'm going to uh ask for a refund yes you can buy um you can also buy some hot cool merch there they were selling no. they were selling t-shirts and like mugs it looked like there's only like oh i'm gonna go in and like buy a bunch of merch and immediately return it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i'm just gonna like walk out and like wait two seconds and walk back in i'm like i'm sorry uh I just realized this is all bullshit. (laughs) What's funniest is like, you know, like how a museum is like, you know, or um, art museum is like, they have like the paintings on the walls and instead of like um, paintings, they have, um, they just have giant painting size screens that they have the NFT on. Oh, cool. So it's a sports bar. It's a, (laughs) 
yeah, yeah. It's basically yeah. It is basically just like a uh, a flat screen TV turned on its side mm-hmm. and projecting a um, uh, NFT. Cool. And we just looked in and laughed and we're like, "That's the dumbest thing I've ever seen." And the problem is too, you could actually do something very cool with a museum like that. Mm-hmm. You could have like you know basically like a, a film type museum or or something like that, or just like a place to show off people who do digital art. Yeah, well, yeah, like, that's a great and, idea, and, point too. Yeah, yeah, just like you know, and ha- and you know, digital artists like real. That's a digi- great point. I've never even thought about that. There really aren't any digital art galleries. Yeah, which I mean, is crazy. Yeah, because we just use, see them on our computers, and but imagine if there was a place where a digital artist could show off their stuff and also just be there to just like you know sell sell uh sell like you know t-shirts or whatever of their shit or some or uh printed out copies yeah and like and there could be a lot you could do with that like i mean if because if people got more into digital art and actually like displaying digital art because it's a valid medium you know if people like wanted to have screens in their house like there could be like a setup in the art world for monetizing that and making that a thing like you know, if you could like go to an art showing and maybe have like a, a QR code or something like that. Like if you like this piece of art, scan this, it's like $10, go straight to the artist mm-hmm. and then you can just display it at your house. And yeah. th- and what would set it apart is it would be like, you know, they would be able to f- uh, provide like a 4K file, like something that would be incredibly high quality yeah. and look really good. But yeah, yeah, yeah. That it's just like you know showing off like probably like a board Board apes. Or I wonder if they did pick up the yeah like the same one one of the Trumps like because now because now I guess it is like in a way kind of like historically Mm -hmm. significant in some way you know Mm -hmm. kind of just from a from a um also just like a uh, like a outsider just sort of like a what you know kind of watching a a train wreck type (laughs) type type reason. Uh, so, despite the ridicule, all 45,000 tokens in the Trump collection sold out within 12 hours. That's absurd. That's insane. Yeah. Like, I'm wondering, I'm, I, I, like, my, I was talking about it with my one friend, we were saying, and he was just like, I want to see a heat map of all the people that bought one of these. Like, I want to see where they're located, because I'm going to guess, like, Florida, <laughs> definitely oh, Florida. Yeah. Well, I, there's a lot of DeSantis people in Florida there too. So, yeah. so Florida, I feel, is like pretty highly divisive. Like, yeah. there's a lot places, a lot of places that are way more pro-Trump. I do feel like they're probably still like their love, you know, their big wet boy. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that I'm sure Trump still holds. Yeah, he, he holds some water there, but I yeah. mean, there's places that are definitely far more Republican yeah. than fucking Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like Tennessee. Your uh, Arkansas, your your Alabama, mm-hmm. Mississippi, you know, yeah, like, yeah, it's kind of yeah, you kind of wonder South Dakota because I do feel like as, yeah, as they are selling them as trading cards, I'm wondering if it is ha- directed more towards less tech savvy people mm-hmm. who know even what it an NFT is. So yeah, I mean, they didn't really market them as NFTs at all; they just happened to be NFTs and at a flat they- price of ninety nine dollars because yeah. like that was one selling part point of like you know you say board you know board ape mm-hmm. which is like some of the i guess like you know variations that they had on the um on the on the ape were worth more than others so that was like a just, <laughs> justification I for love that and they're all just ai generated dog shit <laughs> yeah. like one artist made like drew an ape in like you know made like a hundred different accessories for it mm-hmm. and like all of this is just ai generated different combinations of those yes. things and different backgrounds and mm-hmm. shit and it's like 
oh, well, I like this background, so it's worth, you know, $100,000 more. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? $100,000 can buy a house in most places. <laughs> there are people living on the street, and you're buying a fucking monkey for the price of a house because you just like the background better. What yeah. the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> so it's not even a real picture of a monkey. I will say that, and that's why I will say this for Trump, at least he did sell them at just like $99. He showed some restraint. At least... <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I think he knew that like obviously the market's gone out of NFTs yes. and like if it was a bidding war that provides way too much time for people to figure out what's going on and yeah. for people to report on this because notice his big announcement came right as they released these yes. and they sold out within 12 hours. Yep. Before they could get a ton of criticism for everybody, because the people buying these, as you said, probably not tech savvy. These aren't the people checking Twitter no. every hour, you know, no. or no, or have or even have any experience with like trading or no or crypto in general. Yeah, they probably and, have no idea what crypto is, other yeah. than like in a, in a fleeting like they probably heard it on Fox News, don't really understand it, and they're like, oh, that's some. That's gay shit. Yeah. It's kind of like, you know, how they like he was selling like the Trump coins because, you know, because uh -huh. yeah, yeah. I also remember back like, you know, 20 odd years ago, that was a big thing for like grifters to do. It's just like sell the America coins. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And so like, you know, these like these super rare coins that are only produced in certain and and it, it's genius because like they didn't have to make fake fucking coins. Oh, yeah. And, and, <laughs> it's all profit. And the thing, too, is like they're like, uh. $50 gold coin. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, it's gold plated for mm -hmm. one. And so it's like worth like a dollar. <laughs> yeah. And uh, in the $50 that it says it's worth, it's, uh, they, they uh, got around that because uh, there was another place like Guyana or something that used dollars mm. and they made it like 50 Guyana dollars. <laughs> it was actually spendable as currency there. Oh. But like no one obviously would ever use that no. because it cost them, you know, $50 to buy yeah. here in America for a dollar coin. Mm. So, so yeah, it's absolutely wild. Yeah, that's so that's so funny. But yeah, I guess like I guess they realize like the coin the coin scam's gone, but mm -hmm. NFTs, yeah, still a fresh new uh, territory for them to just like con people. And it's like so with all these grifters, like fucking grow a fucking pair <laughs> and just start a goddamn merch shop. Yeah. Do it the hard way. All right, yeah, we're, but... we're out here fucking <laughs> you know making stuff we want. Mm -hmm. and showing showing people but you know it takes fucking work and that's the thing it's yeah. like uh it's it's the difference between grifting and actually doing something yeah you know actually like providing something for a community mm -hmm. so uh yeah fuck all that fuck yeah. all that yeah well, like that's like uh, you know they can they can do that or they can sell like a hundred dollars for for nothing yeah and, and yeah they, but the god i wish <laughs> we should get into <laughs> digital trading cards digital the, trading cards of our memes yeah stuff. there you go no, there we don't go. That's stupid and a bad <laughs> yeah. idea. Yeah, I mean, that's a yeah. That that I mean, that is smart because yeah, it was over and over and done within twelve hours. Mm -hmm. These people have this thing that they think is like fascinating or like collectible and collectible way. in some way, and they're just like, like <laughs> I can imagine some scenes at their homes, like, all right, Janet, don't turn off the damn computer. I'm gonna lose my damn car or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> just like have it have it have it on the screen and like, this is like uh fucking like yeah uh like what what my computer broke no no not my cards my hundred dollar my hundred dollar card it's going to definitely my, i can retire on my someday. entire collection was in there yeah. like what <laughs> god do you think someone bought people bought multiple ones oh of course Ugh, of god. course some people probably have the whole collection Ugh. yeah 
Think about that. That's so sad. Think about that while you masturbate tonight. I'm wondering if my parents bought one, Jen, actually. Oh, you should have. You, you know what you should have done? Mm. Is you should just like take a couple screen caps from, from them on the internet <laughs> and then like be like, hey, Merry Christmas. I got you. <laughs> Send the Trump digital trading cards. Oh my cards. God, Patrick! How'd you get one of these? So I was I was first in line, twelve hours. Yeah, I was reporting on the news. You bought ten of them. Oh my God! Yeah, I got all ten. Yeah, hell yeah! <laughs> I'm on the Trump train now, Dad. Yeah. I love you. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. So that's in in funny funny news. Uh, yeah. Moving on here. Here's an interesting study. According to this article in Yahoo Finance. People who skipped their COVID vaccine are at higher risk of traffic accidents, according to a new study. What? If you passed on getting the COVID vaccine, you might be a lot more likely to get in a car crash. Hmm. Or at least those are the findings of a new study published this month by the American Journal of Medicine. During the summer of 2021, Canadian researchers examined the encrypted government-held records of more than 11 million adults, 16% of whom hadn't received a COVID vaccination. They found that the unvaccinated people were 72% more likely to be involved in a severe traffic crash in which at least one person was transported to the hospital than those who were vaccinated. That's similar to the increased risk of car crashes for people with sleep apnea, though only about half that of people who abuse alcohol, researchers found. Hmm. Hmm. The excess risk of car crash posed by unvaccinated drivers, quote, exceeds the safety gains from modern automobile engineering advances and also imposes risks on other road users, the authors wrote. Of course, skipping a COVID vaccine does not mean that someone will get into a car crash. Instead, the authors theorize that people who resist public health recommendation might also, quote, neglect basic road safety guidelines, <laughs> which I think that's a pretty, pretty, pretty fair feeling. Yeah. Uh, why would they ignore the rules of the road? Distrust of the government, a belief in freedom, misconceptions of daily risks, quote, faith in natural protection, quote, antipathy towards regulation, poverty, misinformation, a lack of resources, and personal beliefs are potential reasons proposed by the authors. The findings are significant enough that primary care doctors should consider counseling unvaccinated patients on traffic safety, which I, <laughs> I find that sentence to be very funny. Yeah. And insurance companies might base changes to insurance policies on vaccination data, the authors suggest, mm. which I think should might actually make sense. I mean, if, if there's that strong of a correlation, they do it like different ta uh, fucking insurance rates for men and women because of the statistical difference. I don't see why not. But I'm also wondering if there's other correlations that could have caused this, like, like you know, younger people sometimes cause more accidents. True. And like, you know, teenagers. And, and so they charge them more. Insurance yeah. charges them insurance. more. And so that's why I'm saying, yeah, yeah. Why, why not? I mean, yeah. insurance already does that. Uh, well, but I mean, like, they, they, but also, like, you know, some younger people don't get the vaccine. And so I'm wondering if that could have been the factor why, like, more unvaccinated people get into car accidents because they could be younger or also on the skew older because, like, older, mm -hmm. like, older boomers didn't yeah. get a lot of vaccines. So they, and old people are, you know, they they drive through buildings all the time. I'm I'm go I'm <laughs> going to guess that uh, these uh, statisticians uh, weighed for those things because mm. that's what they do. Okay. So, um, the findings suggest that unvaccinated adults need to be careful indoors with other people and outside with surrounding traffic. The authors concluded. <laughs> I love that it's so condescending to unvaccinated people. It is. And I think that's pretty fucking funny. Yeah, it's pretty good. 
this isn't the first time that researchers have examined the link between behavior and vaccination status. Among young adults, a 2021 study published in the American Journal of Bioeconomics found a correlation between self-reported risky driving and having skipped their flu vaccine. Uh, in an examined study of survey responses from more than 100,000 Canadians. Hmm. Yeah. So that's that. I think that's kind of a, kind of a fun, weird, interesting thing. Yeah. Kind of weird little six sad world type mm-hmm. thing. Speaking of vaccinations, scientists have created a vaccination against fentanyl. <laughs> Cool. Bummer. Operation oh. Buzzkill. Oh, what are the cops going to blame their fainting spells on? Exactly, now? right? Yeah. They got to go back to Havana syndrome, you know? They got to, or like, it was a ghost. I did, I did like that the fentanyl poisonings, they haven't been, um, been happening as much until just like recently, like that woman, the, the female officer had yeah. like, uh, a fentanyl exposure. Mm-hmm. No, no, she didn't. <laughs> she didn't. Oh, no, yeah, obviously, didn't. no, yeah. <laughs> but like, uh, but like that's, an, and even in the um, in the news article that um, that originally reported on it, mm-hmm. like, because the headline was incredibly misleading. It was yeah. just like, uh, a th- officer has fentanyl exposure and, and has like reaction to fentanyl exposure. But then you read the article and it specifically says like experts say this cannot happen. Yeah, like- <laughs> and the own article, it's just like, so it's pretty much just like. Um, like uh, invalidating the headline, mm-hmm. the, ver- the very, the very, the very salacious headline that no, this officer did not have a reaction to fentanyl. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's totally false. It's something that's completely made up. But but that's the thing. They they just want clicks. Yes, you know? that's that's how they monetize things now. Mm-hmm. And so they don't want to put out an article that fucking puts a stake in that. You know, yeah. they don't want to put out an article that says. Pretty much every cop that is said that they're having a fentanyl overdose is a liar. Yeah, because like they're the media is there is the um is basically the media team for the police. It is, and, <laughs> and well, it is it is for capital and yeah. the police fucking guard capital. Yeah. So so it's you know it's a we need to create a, the nar- hand, in, hand in glove if you will. We need to create the narrative that the police are under a constant attack and have like the most dangerous jobs imaginable. They don't have dangerous jobs. No, it is much more dangerous being a roofer working on a boat. <laughs> yeah. Fucking driving a car, mm-hmm. being an Uber driver has a higher fatality rate yeah. than being a cop. Yeah, cops yeah. are cops are very safe. Yeah, they're very safe. They have not they have like uh, not only body armor, they have like the best cars that can sustain crashes. And they they also have the armor of the media. They Whenever the they the judicially kill someone, yeah. they can say, "I was afraid for my life," and you know what? That suffices. Yes. Which yeah. is fucked up like the other articles that are like stray bullet from firefight and it's just like oh where'd the stray bullet come from oh a police officer always a cop <laughs> so it's just like and so they, the they're bullets very are expensive yeah. everyone else cares about how many bullets they expend because yeah. they're so fucking expensive yeah cops don't care they get free bullets they get free bullets you 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 ever wonder where the extra gunfire came from find out who's paying the least for bullets and yeah. it's probably that person yeah yeah yeah, yeah. So, According to this, uh, drug overdose fatalities soared to a record high currently uh, during the early COVID-19 pandemic. In 2020, deaths from overdoses in the United States rose to 91,799, a 30% spike from the previous year. Researchers say synthetic opioids such as fentanyl are partially responsible. These drugs were involved in more than half of the fatal overdoses in 2020. More than 150 people die every day from synthetic opioids in America, which is nuts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fentanyl is, uh, sorry, quote, 
fentanyl is killing Americans at an unprecedented rate, uh, unquote. Ann Milligram, administrator of the DEA, said in an April statement. She's a cop, by the way. She's not a cop. <laughs> Uh, quote, drug traffickers are driving addiction and increasing their profits by mixing fentanyl with other illicit drugs. Tragically, many overdose victims have no idea they are ingesting deadly fentanyl until it's too late. Yeah, okay. Blame it on the drug dealers. It's yeah, that's, and that's also one thing drug le- dealers love doing is killing their customers. Yeah, that's, that's ex- <laughs> exactly what they're all trying to do. Yeah, they're like, oh, this guy, we got him addicted. He's spending, he's desperately spending money on these drugs. Yeah, he's, he's stealing. kill him. He's basically my slave, and he steals things <laughs> yeah. and, like, you know, pawns them and gives me money for drugs. Yeah. But, you know, you'd be, a, you'd be better. You were dead. And that'd be like if we every single uh, Soy Trek merchandise was covered in fentanyl because we wanted to kill <laughs> the people that are buying them. You know what? <laughs> Maybe it is, Maybe Pat. it is, yeah. Actually, it's actually not. It's, it's car, actually... car fentanyl. Uh, it's the, the more powerful stuff. Oh, right? okay, excellent, excellent. But yeah, it's just like it's it's just like it's just a it's just like a funny thing that it also like create this whole like again like drive this whole drug war. Yep, narrative that like that oh like oh these evil drug dealers the drug are, yeah these drug dealers killing all their clients killing all their clients and killing cops by by throwing throwing fentanyl on them yeah by covering all their fucking dollar bills and fentanyl <laughs> yeah. to poison the public yeah yeah because they don't want to save that and sell it to people what what are you ta- it's like <laughs> the media has such a weird confused thing about drug dealers like. Somehow they are like the smartest, most deceiving, mustache twirling villains of all time. Mm. At the same time, they're all like incompetent, like fucking dummy douchebags who never did anything with their life, and that's why they're. Oh, that, that's the thing. The uh, the cop that just recently had the fentanyl thing, mm. she was on a news program saying, like, you know, I think confronted with the fact that like fentanyl. Like all the experts say, fentanyl can't fucking ha- have you over to you by touching it. Mm-hmm. And her reaction is like, "Well, there's street scientists making <laughs> ma- making super powered fentanyl, and so that's it's- called car fentanyl, and they make it in China, lady. <laughs> so it's just like, like, so it makes it's like, oh, like there's actually these secret, like." You know, secret evil scientists that are like mm-hmm. working underground in like the sewer or something. Yeah, making, he's like, like making... there, there's guys like I used to work for Johnson and Johnson. They paid me <laughs> half a million dollars a year for research and development, but it wasn't evil enough. Yeah. Now I'm making super fentanyl in the sewer. I'm gonna kill all the people after I make these evil ninja turtles. <laughs> and then it's just like it's I was just, gonna bring the evil yeah, ninja turtle. Yeah. Well, well done. I was, yeah, it's just it's just silly fucking bullshit. And again, like yeah, it just it's just like some some uh absolute bull like fake ass bullshit to mm-hmm. create this like create, create fear mm-hmm. create make make all the people in like in that are safe in suburban houses mm-hmm. like you know believe that cities are a war zone yeah and we need to increase police budgets to an, into even more to fight like these this war that's happening in our cities in our in our, in our nation cities that mm-hmm. where like cops are being exposed to fentanyl secret street scientists making poison and and that the streets are littered with crime of people mm-hmm just like having like full out and firefights in public and it's just like it's just nonsense it is absolute nonsense and the thing is like there's really easy ways to do this and like academically they've researched like ways to you know actually stop the war on drugs stop like overdoses this epidemic and pandemic of overdoses Mm -hmm. that we're seeing like 
first off, obviously you hold the drug companies accountable. Yes. They haven't been held accountable. We need to actually basically get fentanyl out of the hands of everybody except for doctors. <laughs> Uh, which, yeah. you know, yeah, I mean, the pharmaceutical companies are the ones that make o- opioids. Yeah. That's the, that, that's the problem. It's like these pharmaceutical companies, like they can't, they can't be trusted. We need to nationalize pharmaceuticals basically mm-hmm. because like we need to figure out where the supply is coming from and then, you know, figure out who's making the illegal stuff. But we can't really do that as long as it's a bunch of different corporations doing it. Yes. Uh, obviously. We need to strengthen our docks, our American docks. Mm-hmm. Lots of stuff comes in through the docks. That's where most of the drugs come in through. You know, it's a lot easier to get things through in a very packed shipping container than it is in a truck. Mm-hmm. There's a lot more people like looking at the border and stuff. And I'm not talking we need like more DEA agents and docks and shit like that. We need just a lot more unionized dock workers. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the, the, the docks. It's the fucking docks, brother. Yeah. We need more eyes on everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, then uh, finally, uh, there was a third thing I, th- I know we need to do about the war on drugs. Uh, we need to decriminalize drugs. Decriminalize drugs, and also, yeah, and, and just make it make make people happier. Mm-hmm. Provide homes, provide shelters, provide create like great don't create the desire to want to turn to an opioid to mm-hmm. escape. And, and <laughs> obviously that. That desire is always going to be there for a small modicum of the population. Yeah. And for those people, you have to create uh, places where they can be treated, legitimately yes. treated. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about like actual clinics. Maybe they need like inpatient treatment. Maybe we need drug hospitals that are rehabs mm-hmm. that are like, you know, halfway houses. We have a few of those, but, you know, mostly in places like, you know, Seattle and stuff like that. And they're not enough. No. You know, there's not enough resources for these people who are struggling. Yeah. And if you want to fucking get rid of the problem, mm-hmm. you put your money where your mouth is yeah. and you ask academics and experts, hey, given things that have been tried and, uh, you know, statistics that you have, what would be the best way to go about this? Mm-hmm. And then you trust them, put politics aside, just trust them and you fucking try it. Yeah. And that's the only way to do it. Yeah. That's the only way to do it. But no one's ever tried that. I mean, people have tried that on very small scales. Mm-hmm. And it's always worked. Yeah. Worked. Which is why the experts have a consensus about it. Mm-hmm. But all these dumb motherfuckers think they're experts. People at the DA think they're experts. And they're like, oh, well, I'm an expert because I fight the war on drugs. The war on drugs <laughs> is the problem, lady. Yeah. You're one side of a force that refuses to stop. I mean, the war on drugs exists for the sole purpose of of creating a criminal class of people you can you can you can put into jail. The thing is there's only one side fighting the war on drugs. You don't hear a lot of <laughs> times about, you know, like DEA agents being killed by drug lords or anything no. like that. They're killing the drug lords yeah. and stuff like that. Only one person's fighting this war. Yeah. yeah. It's just yeah, it's just there to create a justification to create a so great, you know, slaves, you know. Yeah. And, yeah. and fill Prison our, labor. and, and fill, yeah. our, fill our prisons and mm-hmm. and you know, if it was legal and that there was something that that uh that um, was able to mm-hmm. to help people. That would remove, like you know, a lot of poverty, a lot mm-hmm. of a lot, a lot of um, pe- you know, a lot of people that are in prisons and everything else. And they don't want that. It, it actually helps the capital. Indeed. So, in a study published in Pharmaceutics, uh, scientists tested their vaccine vaccination for fentanyl on sixty rats. The immunized animals could produce anti fentanyl antibodies that stopped the drug effects, allowing mm. it to exit out of the body via the kidneys. 
This blocks the high caused by fentanyl and would theoretically make it easier for people to quit using the drug or avoid a relapse. Um, the scientists found their vaccine did not cause adverse side effects in the rats. It also did not cross-react with other opioids, including morphine. Mm. Uh, quote, a vaccinated person would still be able to be treated for pain relief, unquote, without those drugs, says lead author Colin Hale, a psychologist at the University of Houston in a statement. Uh, the vaccine contains an ingredient called DMLT, which is derived from E. coli. Mm. Is e. coli doing good stuff. DMLT is an adjutant, meaning it boosts the immune system's response to vaccines. This is a key component in inoculations against addiction, mm. the statement said. Um, yeah, I think that's that's pretty cool. Yeah, pretty uh, rad. Yeah, there were a couple people arguing against it, especially on Reddit. People are like, I'm an EMS. Fentanyl is good. It's good for medical applications. I'm like, dude, fentanyl didn't exist until like 15 years ago. Yeah, like, I mean. We did fine without it. Yeah, isn't it mostly just for like epidurals and stuff? And Yeah, like this this guy, like, I, I don't understand why you would be against this. Mm -hmm. Like, people don't need fentanyl. We don't need fentanyl. A vaccine against it would be good, especially if, like, you know, someone was at a risk of dying from overdose. Yeah. Like, you give them a vaccine, the high no longer works, that's the road to treatment. That's good. Yeah. People need this. Obviously, you're not going to give it to everybody. No. You're not going to give it to, like, old people who have to constantly get surgery and need fentanyl or stuff like that. Just give and it they to wouldn't want it. Yeah, just give it to every single police officer. Exactly, and then they can't. They can just shut the fuck up forever. <laughs> like the yeah. But they should just shut the fuck up forever, God. regardless. Like yeah, they're just they should, they're so uh, full of shit. Yeah, yeah. The last thing I'd like to hear coming out of a cop's mouth is a bullet going from the back <laughs> of his neck. Um, Yours is superior. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, this is. This is cool. It's a cool thing that medicine can do this, but it, obviously it's only been in a trial for rats. So mm. we don't even know if this has human application. Mm. Uh, we don't know how it might react with humans, but it's it's a cool thing on the forefront of science. And, yeah. uh, you know, hopefully, uh, like, it is rehabilitation. That, that should be yes. the key to everything. Yes. You know, if people don't fit in with society in some way, mm. they should be rehabilitated until they can. Yeah. Um, and Given I help. Yeah, given given, given assistance in some way Absolutely. That, that allows them to lead a healthy, I, thriving life. Yeah, I'm willing to vote for that. I'm willing to pay for that. I'm willing yeah. to spend my hard-earned small <laughs> business money taxes to pay for more of that. Yeah. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with making less money in order to help people. And everyone should be. Yeah. You know? Fuck it. Social democracy is pretty cool. Yeah, what? Like, why do we even have have civilization? Like, you know, it's just like, then, then to, then to improve, improve everyone's lives and it's, enter, it's, enter new, new and wonderful states of existence. It's crazy that like only maybe a third to half of people on the planet believe that. Yeah. And the other half are like, I need the biggest yacht. Yeah. I just need to have the biggest <laughs> yacht. I need the biggest yacht. Yeah. And I'm like, why, what causes that mm -hmm. fucking brain rot? Like, yeah. what causes that kind of, like, n not only narcissism, but cynicism in, in humanity? Yeah. It's like, like, I'm a cynic about humanity. I yeah. don't believe in people, yeah. but I want the best world for them. Yeah. You know? Like, and especially the people that are struggling, yeah, the people about, that are marginalized. Like, about 40 years of Reaganomics. Oh, uh, very true. <laughs> just Reaganomics. Reagan, Reaganism just, like, polluting the well. Indeed. Um, Yeah. 
So fuck that. Yeah. I mean, not fuck that. That's pretty cool. <laughs> That's pretty cool. You know what else is really cool? Mm. This is actually maybe my favorite news of the week and maybe all year. Mm. Snakes have clitorises. Oh, hells yeah. And scientists finally found them. I thought, I thought, I would assume, yeah, I guess, you know, you don't know if all animals have, se- I mean, don't dolphins have, cl- I mean, dolphins have, se- they've proven dolphins have sex for pleasure, right? Yeah. 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 Like, but not, not to, not for, not for procreation, but uh, strictly for pleasure. Yeah. Like, I mean, monkeys do that too. Like, yeah. Bonob- bonobos love to fucking. Yeah. Them. Bonobos love to jerk off. Oh, they do all types of stuff. They do anal. They do ass to mouth. Hells yeah. Yeah. We, we love the bonobos. So that's so now we can assume that that snakes are among the animals. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. So uh, when Megan Falwell discovered a clitoris on a snake she was dissecting, <laughs> she says she felt like a kid in a candy store because <laughs> she ate it. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like a jawbreaker kind of mm. <laughs> gummy. Weird. Uh, I Never was... ending gobstopper. <laughs> <laughs> I was just kind of jumping up and down, which is terrible to do with a scalpel. The biologist told. Oh Jesus! As it happens, a fucking uh, a fucking sci- a science rules type nerd. Falwell, a PhD candidate at Australia's University of Adelaide, now can claim the distinct honor of being, as far as she knows, the first scientist to discover a snake's clit. <laughs> <laughs> Since it's crazy her, that it took this long. Mm-hmm. Since her eureka moment, she and her colleagues have documented clitorises on nine different species of snakes. Hmm. Their findings were published in the Proceedings of the Royal Society B Journal. So why did it take so long, they ask. Initially, I was really surprised that it hadn't been found, Fowell said. And then I realized that this is a common occurrence across all animals where female genitalia is just massively understudied. Well, you know, the, the joke, you know, it's like, you know, man, the men, man can never find a clitoris. And it's like, so maybe it was only, <laughs> only, only male scientists were dissecting these, uh, yeah. these, uh, these female snakes and like, I don't see anything. And yeah, it's just like the clitoris is right there. And then finally I go like a female, uh, what do they, what do they call a, a snake scientist? Herpetologists, I think. I think that, like, yeah, she's like, oh, here it is. <laughs> what? What'd she find? New, a new, a new, a new, a uh, new thing on a snake? What? Did you know that for every 100 animal penises they find, they only find 77 animal clitorises? <laughs> yeah. uh, so, Falwell was studying the reproductive anatomy of female snakes, but found there wasn't a lot of scientific literature on the topic. Hmm. Meanwhile, she found hundreds of papers papers about male snake genitalia, which consists of two penis-like appendages known as hemophenes. So they're Klingon, maybe? Oh, cool. Are Klingons descended from snakes, then? Yeah, maybe. Hmm. Does that mean Cardassians might have two as well? Hmm. So, uh, quote, they've been quite intensively studied. Really, all of the tiny little details, which is why I was so surprised I couldn't find anything on the female side, Falwell said. So she went straight to the source and began dissecting snakes from a collection at the South Australian Museum. She was investigating a death adder snake when she found the sex organ in question, or more accurately, two of them. Whoa! Double clits. Double so, clits. So, so now I get to make my my candy joke that I wanted to make. It's the twin snakes, you know, those, <laughs> those gummy things made by Harbio, I think. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Twin snakes. It's a clit now. <laughs> uh, I saw the double clitoris structure, the doctor mm. said, or the... PhD candidate said, uh, snake clitorises, it turns out, come in pairs uh, called hemiclitorises. Oh, cool. It's a hemi. 
Oh, yeah, because I guess like there's hemispheres. I got a hemi under the hood. <laughs> I got a hemi. The clitoral hood. It got a hemi in it. Uh, and they are similar to those found on several other species of reptile. They're located just beneath the cloaca, a single all-purpose reproductive urinary and digestive tract. So they cool. they piss out the pussy. They piss out they piss, they out, piss out the out pussy. They piss and poop out that pussy. <laughs> Damn snake, that pissy be that pussy be pooping. Do it be pissing, do it be farting. <laughs> it be, be farting wet, baby. Mm. Um uh yeah. God, imagine going down on a on a snake and just getting a mouthful of shit. <laughs> I'm editing that out. That's that's uncalled for. We don't we don't talk about bestiality on this program. <laughs> that much. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's the next program. <laughs> um yeah, so that that was uh, fun. We love we love hearing uh, snakes have clits. Yeah, hopefully, good for the snakes. Hopefully they can they can come too. You know? Yeah, let's let's hope for them. Hopefully it's very functional. Hopefully they they have meaty fucking real sensitive clits and they're just maybe squirting and coming all over the place. Yeah, yeah. We love that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good for snakes. All right. So, uh, next we got an article uh, from NBC News. Twitter suspends journalists who have been covering Elon Musk and the company. <laughs> yeah. Big surprise. Yeah, uh, did you hear uh, that he, he disabled spaces for a little bit? Like the Twitter spaces? Oh, yeah, yeah. Which is like a meeting group where people can talk or something. Yeah, like, like he disabled the spaces and started disabling like... Um, uh, like... Um, uh, journalists, because like, and and like, he he joined a a a, cha- a space that was full of journalists. Oh, and- did he get confused? He owns SpaceX, not <laughs> X Space. Am I right? Oh, we just did it. We just did it, folks. We're shutting down the podcast. We got too funny. Yeah. We're too good for you now. We're going to the big time. <laughs> but yeah, they were they were questioning him, like, well, well, what's the difference between um you uh censoring this information where you um you're um um suspending the Elon Jet mm-hmm. um person for posting like what's freely available information. Yeah, it's public information. It's public information. You're not allowed to take a flight without charting it mm-hmm. because then people could just like do weird shit with planes. Yeah. Like fly them into buildings. Yeah. <laughs> and like and so and so they're like, well, well how is this different from the Hunter Biden stuff that you're that you're um That is very true. Yes. And wow. And wow. And, and he the journalist, I forget who asked it uh, specifically, but one of the journalists asked that, mm-hmm. and right after, Elon just left the space. Mm-hmm. He he Amazing. didn't even he didn't even answer the question. Amazing. And then he disabled the ability to do Twitter Spaces. Oh god. He just he literally he just brought it back a couple hours ago, but he he completely disabled it and uh, the feature because he was that butthurt over. Over being covered the question. We need to talk as a society about how <laughs> Elon Musk looks looks like a really overgrown child, and he is a really overgrown child. Yes. He he's just a big wet bitch, and he he's definitely someone who has had the had the ability to fail mm-hmm. upwards at every chance and has no he has no emotional maturity or any sort anything that really like justifies his his wealth and his status in in our world. Like mm-hmm. it's incredible. No, like literally, like he he will not accept any information that doesn't reinforce his worldview specifically. Yes, <laughs> and, th- and takes any of that information as a personal affront in an attack to him, his character, and everything he does. Yeah, which is like. 
Yeah, a lot of it is because him, his character, and everything he does fucking sucks. Yeah, it blows. <laughs> but like most of the time, it's people just being like, "Well, actually, like literally, like all the information we have on this says you're not correct about it." Maybe yeah. like maybe don't spread misinformation. He's like, "You're attacking me. Yeah, <laughs> you're gone from this platform forever." It's like, okay, yeah. I mean, you own it. He has every right to do that. But the fact is, he's a fucking hypocrite. Yeah. He, he says free speech is back. Comedy is back. Yeah. No. No. Like, Twitter has gotten funnier, but only because more people are making fun of him now. Yeah. And and he's also just doing, like, the thing, which is, like, which is definitely the free speech thing, which is, like, just suspend accounts he disagrees with and uh-huh. journalists but who you can report say the on him. N-word. Yeah, Un- unlimited times, and unlimited, that, unlimited lives. And so is and God that, mode, N word. And so that's that's the end all of of um of free speech. It's just like a just a, a way to just like say slurs. That's 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 what we that's all we want it for. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it is it is funny watching his like his defenders like jump and defend this thing that's obviously like bad, mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's, it's all of his decisions. Uh yeah, that is amazing. Like supposed free speech absolutists who are now cheering um, the silencing of journalists and um, anyone that detracts from from that. From so his I, I don't trust anyone who says they're a free speech absolutist. Yeah, me either. Because like <laughs> people on the left are like, no, you have to silence Nazis. Yeah. <laughs> Which they're right. You have to silence Nazis. Yeah, there's there really comes like no, obviously no benefit from debating nazis in good faith no like because they're not their beliefs are not in good faith no their their beliefs are are like they're based on absolute logical fallacies yes that are based on hate and lies yes and like there's no reason to engage with them in good faith i i will gladly debate a a former nazi on Mm -hmm. things but if someone is like well, if someone like legitimizes Hitler or delegitimizes the information we have about the Holocaust, I'm like, mm-hmm. it's not worth talking to you no. because like <laughs> it, the thing is like, if you debate, like if you're like, oh, uh, if you're like a Holocaust revisionist, mm-hmm. the thing is, it doesn't matter. It doesn't yeah. matter if it was 6 million, if it was 7 million, if it was 4.2 million, like the, the fact is it's genocide. Like, you know, we should, uh, we should, uh. Oh, does my cat need to get out? Hey, lady. I love you. Come on, kitty. I think I opened the door. Yeah. Okay. So, if I don't think I've really introduced the podcast to my cat yet. Thank you. Love you, Z. My cat's name is Z. She's a, she's a tortie, a tortoise shell. She's, a, I don't know, 13 years old at this point. I got her when she was six. Oh. And she was 22 pounds. They told me she uh, she was the cat who had been... At the shelter the longest, and no one had adopted her. Oh. And they tried to pair me up with another cat, but I'm like, no, no, this is the one. Mm-hmm. This is the one. And so she came home with me. She's lovely. She's the biggest cuddle slut of all time, but she's also, like, the most skittish cat. Mm-hmm. She's afraid of absolutely everything. Yes. Uh, but we love Z. And she especially, loves treats. Especially she's afraid of me when I go in and just, like, destroy that bathroom. <laughs> yeah. I can't imagine because cats have better smelling than people. Oof. Like, that, Jesus that Christ. Poor, that poor animal. No. I'm so, I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm that's, sorry. That's, that's animal abuse. <laughs> yeah. Man, I'm calling the humane society on you, buddy. Yeah. I mean, I did have a lot of broccoli slaw for, uh, for lunch today. So Jesus Christ. <laughs> you're like, you're trying to torture my cat. Yes, like, I am. You're trying at this point. Yeah. I'm like, oh. 
A broccoli and mayonnaise? <laughs> Fill me up. <laughs> you fucking sadist. Well, it was, it was broccoli and uh, Caesar dressing. You fucking sadist. <laughs> Give me extra anchovy sauce. I want to shit my pants. Vegan Caesar. So, uh, yeah, they used, only, only used vegan anchovies. Great. <laughs> All right, we're going to close out on a short reading series here today. Nice. This one was written by Victor Davis Hansen in uh, The Daily Signal, a conservative paper. Oh, oh uh, shit. He's a, Is he one of the Hansen brothers? He's not, unfortunately. Oh. He's the inventor of Hansen soda. The, oh, the really? Natural, no, he's not. Oh. No, he's a military historian who wrote The Case for Trump. Okay. So, real <laughs> enlightened feller. Yeah. Uh, it's always funny like a lot of like conservative um, historians always have the most dog shit idiotic takes on history they really do (laughs) it's super funny because like they think like good leaders are people like uh, fucking like Winston Churchill who was a good wartime leader but he was thrown out of office both times when he was not in wartime because he was so bad at politics and committed a, a ton of war crimes. Uh, no, he, <laughs> I mean he alone is responsible for one of the greatest genocides. Mm-hmm. If we're gonna uh, count like uh, Stalin's Holodomir as a genocide, yeah, the Indian famine mm-hmm. was like two or three times as big yeah. and caused entirely by fucking Winston Churchill, like. 10 years around there. So when anyone yeah. is like, oh, fucking uh, communism responsible for all these deaths in history, I'm like, dude, so is capitalism. <laughs> yeah. If if we're going to blame it on the economic system, capitalism's responsible for far, 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 yeah, far Winston, more. Winston Church- Churchill has like incredible blood on his hands. Like, and he was in cr- also very callous about it as well. Like mm-hmm. the quotes, no, he didn't give a fuck. Yeah. Quotes from He's him like, about well, it. Well, they're not British. Yeah. Quotes from him on the, on the subject are just like mind boggling. Just yeah. like, look it up. It's, 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 uh, if you don't know, yeah, it's, just sad. It's real. Yeah. He's he's fucked up. Fuck yeah, that dude. He says a lot. He says savages, uncultured, a lot yeah. of shit like that. He's he is a colonialist piece of dog shit. Yeah. Winston Churchill. Uh, thanks for helping us win World War Two or whatever. But I mean, he wasn't a fucking. He wasn't a general or anything. No. Fuck Winston Churchill. <laughs> fuck, fuck him. Fuck him. Fuck him. Yeah. Fuck, fuck and fuck all those History Channel fucking dads who love Winston Churchill. You're yeah. wrong. <laughs> like, go research Winston Churchill more on something that's not the fucking History Channel. Something that they purposely don't report on. <laughs> yeah. Like, like maybe uh, a book written by someone who's not, like, a white and or British person. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, I don't know, maybe an Indian author. There's yeah. probably something written by an Indian author that's not too uh, nice to, yeah. to him because he was not too nice to India. No. Anyway, so this article says, uh, the title is Two Antithetical Billionaires, written by Victor David Hanson. Before the midterm November election, Sam Bankman-Fried was a left-wing billionaire heartthrob. Oh my God, left-wing billionaires. Yeah, they exist. Yeah, that exists. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone I know on the left, when I go to fucking IWW meetings, we are fucking holding up signs of Sam Bankman-Fried. Yeah. We love him. Left-wing billionaire heartthrob. Yeah, shut up. Also, what heartthrob? That's that's also just as offensive because that guy looked like a fucking sack of shit. Yeah. He, <laughs> like, that's offensive to sacks of shit, that's buddy. A, <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he looked awful. Yeah, yeah, he he looked slept in. Yeah. Um, He properly grew up on the Stanford campus where his parents were well-known left-wing activist law professors. He went to a Tony Prep school and on to MIT. 
Bankman-Fried mocked society's bourgeois capitalist conventions by dressing and looking like a slob in cutoffs and tees. What? <laughs> Indeed, he bested the nose ring Charles Manson-esque appearance of former Twitter CEO Jack Dorsey. Okay. Right, this article is something. <laughs> it is literary. This guy fucking sucks. He outdid the all-black Steve Jobs copycat get-up of another fallen leftist icon, the convicted felon Elizabeth Holmes of Theranos. <laughs> leftist <laughs> icon? <laughs> what? That's, she's a leftist icon, according to this guy. For, to, He's a military hysteria, historian. How dare you oh question yeah, him? Oh, yeah, like the, the... He knows about World War II. Like How a, dare you question him? Theranos, uh, which, which, which ranked uh, Henry Kissinger as one of its backers. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, left, left-wing left queen. Uh, no. <laughs> like, you get out of here, dude, you fucking dude, psychopath. Fucking noted, famed uh, left-winger Hillary Clinton yeah. is good friends with Kissinger, all right? Oh, yeah, that's true, that's true. Yeah. So, yeah, Henry Kissinger, thank... Well, Welcome to the resistance. Indeed. <laughs> our, our great leader, Henry Kissinger. Yeah. May he long live communism. Uh, mm-hmm. The left canonized Bankman Freed for the hundreds of millions of dollars he created out of thin air and channeled to left-wing congressional and state candidates, President Joe Biden, and a host of, quote, progressive causes under the cool slogan, effective altruism. Mm, yeah. Which was, it's just funny that, that he thinks he, like, deserves effective altruism mm. because did you hear about how like um he was conducting FTX business on QuickBooks? Yes, he was. Like which is like so this guy that's like supposedly so intelligent that he should be trusted with like the disbursement of 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 funds to solve the world's problems and mm. he's using fucking like QuickBooks mm-hmm. to manage uh what billions of dollars mm-hmm. <laughs> It's like get the get the fuck out of here, right? Like the QuickBooks is 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 only for like home accounting for like a family. Yeah, like, <laughs> like straight up, if if you own a business and you're not using like a very specific maybe in house software yeah. or I don't know Microsoft Excel, <laughs> yeah. you fucking suck at your job. Like <laughs> basically, everyone in finance just uses Microsoft Excel because. Yeah. It is still one of the most powerful calculating tools ever. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's phenomenal. I fucking love Excel. I want to have sex with Excel. Not, not really. <laughs> not Google real. Sheets is what I want to have sex with. Oh. Like they, they took everything bad about Excel and threw to the curb. Mm. Better to the dogs. Better to the dogs. Better to a pitbull like a baby. <laughs> like two babies. Like. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Abortion time. Yeah, they've got eighth off. trimester abortion. They got on those babies like Kobayashi. <laughs> wow. 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 Um. For decades hence, or so Bankman Freed promised, his cryptocurrency company, FTX, would churn out billions. I also have to um, to kind of pause here. And yeah, he did, uh, in the last election, I believe, give $40 million to Democratic candidates, right? Mm-hmm. However, uh, his counterpart at FTX, someone who I think was like the chief technology or financial officer or mm-hmm. something, uh, played... The other game, and under FTX's name, gave $23 million to Republican candidates. Yeah, they're, they're playing both sides, so they always come up on top. Yeah, they're, they're... But both sides are exactly the same. Exactly. Well, that's <laughs> the thing, is they're, they're literally just bribing people so they're not regulated. Yes, exactly. And there's, there's a lot to be said here. Uh, basically, what they tried to do, Bankman-Fried tried to bribe everybody into making cryptocurrency... Um, investigated and held by not the Securities and Exchange Commission, which has a fucking ton of money and a ton of resources to investigate, mm-hmm. but I think, like, the assets are a future, futures and exchange commission. Mm-hmm. 
which is like much, much smaller. No one really knows why they're two separate entities. And in basically every other country in the world, they aren't two separate entities. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's more, I mean, it, it makes corruption a lot easier. And I think that's why they're both still around. Yeah. They're not just the SEC should cover all of that. Like yes. every other fucking world government does. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, he was, he was trying to bribe his way into being much, much less regulated because when you're much less regulated, it's a lot easier to steal everything. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, um, so the loud talking left-wing slob promised, billion, <laughs> promised billions more in gifts to come. He was knighted as a successor to the kindred financial market manipulator and progressive philanthropist George Soros. Oh my God. George Soros is also evil. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Like it's a joke in, in the leftist community is like, oh yeah, I'm paid by George Soros. Like no one has any respect for George Soros. And yeah, and it's it's just so funny that he's still being continued to use as like some some evil leftist uh, evil force in the world. It's like get a grip, people. Yeah. It's like it's so insane. So it continues here. SBF may have been a sloppy, immature fool, but he was no dummy. Are you uh, sure about sure that? About, you sure about that? Yeah, like, I'm pretty sure he is a fucking dummy using fucking QuickBooks and then just, like, and screwing up his free money. Uh, <laughs> also, also, he stole so much money, and he's still in the public eye. With that kind of money, I would be, I would have, have, have like, bought my own private island through, like, 50 different shell companies, mm-hmm. and I would be there forever. Yeah, I'd fucking yeah, I'd fucking disappear. Like Jesus Christ, like why wouldn't you want to disappear? Like you're gonna have like some of the most most powerful people in the world hunting you. Yeah, right. <laughs> like like of course, like if you if you fuck them, like which is like also what brought down you know um, Theranos lady. You know she's mm-hmm. like you yeah. know fucking she fucking screwed over rich people. So yep. they can't that she that's why she has jail time and other mm-hmm. fucking like finance only, only what twelve years. And fucking yeah. Cory Booker said she shouldn't get any jail time. Yeah, yeah. Which is sus. But yeah, like, but but then you see other, you know, financial crime, uh, crime assholes that are just wa- still walking free and continue to do it. But, you know, mm-hmm. it's like, if you, but if you screw over your own, you know, <laughs> you're supposed to be screwing over the poor people. Mm-hmm. Um, he had learned early on that loud leftist talk oh and promises God. of philanthropy and huge cash infusions to the media and leftist candidates all under the veneer of, quote, effective altruism, unquote, ensured de facto immunity for his Ponzi schemes from both bad press and government investigation. Then, suddenly, the midterms were over. Powerful financial interests were screaming their millions had vanished at the hands of SBF. The Republicans took the House. They promised embarrassing hearings when Bankman freed the loose-talking star villain. And so, presto, he was finally indicted by the Biden Department of Justice. Bankman Freed, in desperation one last time, had turned to the old props of raggedy dress nerd talk and contrived <laughs> naivety. This dude really hates that this guy just like wore just like t-shirts and and yeah, and he's <laughs> like, all billionaires must wear suits. They must wear suits. <laughs> yeah. Don't know. I mean, the dude. I will say, the dude has like a fashion sense that mirrors my own. Mm, and, definitely. And, and like, mm. uh, like I'm. I think I'm wearing like yeah, uh, like. Uh, like shorts, uh, yeah. a fanny pack, and a shirt that with a million holes in it. You look like uh, if you left uh, Sam Bankman Freed out in the sun too long. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
if uh, if he if I uh, continue if he continued to just grow like his beard and hair and just yeah. like I don't think he can grow a beard. Yeah, probably not. No, no, he's. I mean, look, look at that guy. Like, yeah. if I had a face like that, I'd grow a beard to cover it all up. Yes, yeah, you know? be- a beard is definitely a push-up bra. On a uh... hundred, there, there's a reason I'm always clean shaven. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and me, I have a beard that's like almost long enough to braid. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen Pat's face, to be honest. Yeah, I don't really shave my face like a couple times. Yeah, I mean, you also, I also make him wear a gimp mask when he comes yes. to record. So <laughs> it's, it's it's twofold, really. That is one thing I've always wanted is a gimp mask. Really? Yeah. Gift ideas. <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna look one of those up right now. <laughs> we're, we're fucking podcasting. <laughs> Do it later. <laughs> um uh so he continues here his shtick no longer worked too many leftists were embarrassed that they got too much money from him too many exposed regulators had known that this wannabe madoff character was up to before the midterms the now albatross call back to the episode we just oh, watched yeah. uh bankman freed was loud and everywhere then suddenly not and won't be again like he, he like that's yeah, he his his time in the sun was very, very brief, just mm-hmm. to show how stupid he really was. Like like he was he was not long for this world. <laughs> in contrast, consider how the left now despises Elon Musk as much as it once worshipped Sam Bankman Free. What? Like Mu- he was he wasn't even like a public name Musk, until <laughs> Yeah, right. Musk once mixed vaguely liberal politics with a David versus Goliath self-confidence as he took on big auto and big space and won. Uh but then he turned to Twitter and big tech, or rather, Musk realized Silicon Valley was no longer the irreverent embryo of boy geniuses he remembers from his youth, which outsmarted and preempted the global technology establishment. Instead, it had become a dreary, constipated place of hardcore, uncompromising leftists in need of a shakeup. Anyone who thinks like tech billionaires are leftists is completely deluded. Yeah, they are. Like, like, like they're anything but. They're, yeah, they're, <laughs> they're people who like realize things like scalability and like replacing workers and stuff like that. That's that's their life's blood. They're anti. They're anti-working class. Yeah, and his effective, uh, his idea of effective altruism is also incredibly evil. Oh, it is. Like, thinking, like, only rich people should have all the money and have, like, decisions of how the money's spent, mm-hmm. which is, like, seems pretty fucking grim. And it's, like, what we kind of have, <laughs> we've got, like, you know, like, you know, chances are if we have someone with all that power, like, they're just it, going. It's just trickle-down economics packaged yes. as something different mm-hmm. with with, like, it's real. It's literally trickle down economics, just repackaged with the word altruism in it. Yeah, and and also yeah, and also it's like charity, basically. You know, that's that's, that's exactly which, what they're saying. Which is like, charity is just like which is is just like a way for the rich to uh, launder their money. So and, we should talk about uh, Sam Bankman Fried's charity. Oh yeah, and the work they do. Uh, it doesn't exist, and they don't do anything. <laughs> yeah. So very, very altruistic of him. Um, Musk's mortal sin was not just buying the money-losing Twitter and reinventing it as a free speech platform. <laughs> oh, my God. This guy is delusional. Was he a historian in? Uh, like World War II. That's it? Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, uh, Yeah. I, I want to hear his takes on World War II. Mm-hmm. I, I'd love to hear that. Uh, it was not even exposing the company's rot of a lazy overstep woke and pampered workforce oh my god giddiness in censoring free expression and wounding the public careers of any who challenge the status quo 
Musk's crime was far worse. First, the sin of betrayal. A month ago, all those Teslas on the streets of Palo Alto, Austin, and Cambridge were virtue-signaling proof of green moral superiority. Yeah, that's why people buy Teslas, is to be <laughs> sanctimonious at this point, sure. Yeah. Then, then suddenly, these still wonderful cars are seen as fuel for the Prince of Darkness. Yeah, This I mean, is the best writing I've ever Yeah, read. this guy is, is so dramatic. He's... He's He's a queen. He he's very be, queen. He should be writing plays for yeah. high schoolers. Yeah. Um, uh, what's his name? Uh, his name is uh, Victor Davis Hanson. Victor uh, and Hanson like the Hanson brothers? Yes, correct. Spelled exactly like that. So Musk, of all people, now the progressive apostate, would dare to end Twitter as a left-wing bulwark. As he promised to flip this time tried Pravda to host anyone to say what he pleased. Second, Musk doesn't much care that the left hates him. No doubt he regrets the billions he paid for the overpriced money-losing company. No doubt he frets that Tesla may lose sales once yuppies and greens trade their Tesla amulets as if they were now some godforsaken gas-guzzling SUVs. But otherwise... Musk has the resources, the youth, genius, and the energy to do social media what he did to the space and automobile industries. Revolutionize it, open it up to keener competition, and to reject stifling orthodoxy. <laughs> How sad that the left despises a man who built real things against the odds and took risks to champion free speech! And how predictable it worshipped a leftist fraud who bilked a billion dollars, investors, and ruined the lives of thousands. The hatred of the accomplished Musk and the worship of the hollow man Bankman Freed are sad commentaries on how liberalism has descended into progressivism and ultimately into Stalinism. <laughs> Looking up this guy is incredible. Like, for one, he became a conservative and uh, uh, to support the Iraq War. <laughs> he's, still, he's still, like, a huge defender of the Iraq War, which oh is incredible. God. Also, uh, he wrote in an amazing, and by amazing, like, fucked up, like, I guess, like, uh, like uh, you know, remember when Eric Holder, uh, the attorney general, was, like, yeah. you know, talked about, like, like his need to to offer the talk, you know, about like race relations as a young yeah. to, to for to, to young black boys, to especially. young black boys like dealing with the police. And I guess like um, Hanson wrote an, uh, a, re a response article how to talk to young white children about dealing with uh, be, to be careful of, of young black men. No, <laughs> he didn't. Yeah. No, he did not. Yeah, where Hanson argued we're statistically more likely to commit violent crimes than young men of other races. Could you do me a... Is there a link there to that article? Uh, I can find it. Okay, uh, because we're going to do a special episode <laughs> and just do a reading series where we read that article. Because no. that sounds entirely unhinged. Yeah, it sounds... That is beyond unhinged. This guy, this guy just seems like he has just like fucking just unhinged. I mean, I, I'm going to give you... I don't know if you've seen a picture of him. Have you? I did. Oh, so you know I was going to make you guess what, what race he appears oh, to be. Oh, yeah. Would, would you be surprised, audience, if I told you he's a white man? Yeah. <laughs> no? You wouldn't be no, surprised wouldn't at be all? Surprised. You already knew that from the article I just read? Well, you are correct. Yeah. Yeah, he seems like he's a fucking moron. 
They all are. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that's a requirement. So uh, that was funny. Yeah, uh, fuck this guy. Yeah, I mean, anyone, really, anyone who um, fucking equates the left with, like, neoliberals or liberals? Yeah, like, yeah. He's a fucking idiot and completely unserious. Like, yeah. I, I don't call all Republicans fascists, although a lot of them are. Yeah. Uh, I know they're fascists and then they're po- Republicans. You know, there are totally reasonable people who are just kind of working class. They've got some wrong information, some disinformation. Or they have good information, they have just have brain poison and uh, societal expectations that make them draw the complete wrong conclusion. Yes. Which is fine. You know, yeah. just people just need education. Yeah, there's so, nothing and, wrong with them. They just need to be educated. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of to be said just like talking to your coworkers and mm-hmm. to your neighbors. Yeah. Just like, and, and you know, and because like, you'll see like really their beliefs are... More left-wing than they would think. <laughs> like, literally, so basically everyone working class mm-hmm. is left-wing when it comes yeah. down to it. I mean, yeah. and it's they, not... They, they, they have the, they're, they're, see, they're seeking solidarity with the wrong people. They are, they are, yeah. because, like, if you talk to basically anyone working class, a great way to convert someone to is a leftist, the first question you ask is, like, you fucking hate your boss, too? Yeah. yeah. And, because, you know, you know who loves their boss? Like five percent of the population. <laughs> yeah. uh, I want to say something like seventy uh, percent of people in a job in America, a full time job, would gladly take less money for their job if they got to choose a better boss. Yeah, which is crazy. People, yeah. and that, and that's you know that's the working class. That's people who are definitely not making enough mm-hmm. money as it is. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, I mean, we've had like you know yeah forty odd years of just like poisoning against unions mm-hmm. and just like any sort of like. And and just taking this alienating uh, view of the world where we're all like these individuals that have no that have no um, they can't be they can't relate or have anything in common with our and the thing that's man. crazy about it is the way that they've done it, especially with work and capitalist culture. Yeah, because the way they've actually alienated all the workers is by quote unquote offering mm-hmm. quote unquote community. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, this workplace is a family. Is yes. a fucking lie. <laughs> yeah. Unless it's a family-owned business, I'm like at that point, I'm like that's technically actually, you're correct. Yes, technically. Okay, <laughs> I see that you're still exploiting your children. But <laughs> yes, which but, I was when I was a kid. Oh my god, my mom didn't pay me nothing. I worked at her bakery. For, oh, that fucking sucks. Yeah, <laughs> you should have put her in the oven, baby. Oh god, I was considering. Yeah. yeah, it was. It was. It was awful. Oh my god. Yeah, but um, yeah. It's, it's, it's fucked, you know, uh, yeah. anyone who says your workplace is a family is a liar. Yeah. Uh, and they're, they're wrong. Like, mm-hmm. and that's the thing. Like when I was a manager, I was very clear with people. I'm like, this is your job, you know, and I expect everyone to come and do a good job. Cause I'm not paid that much more than you. In mm-hmm. fact, I was paid like a couple dollars more than the people I was supervising. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, listen, I'm not paid that much more than you. And I have a lot more responsibilities. So I'm in the shit sucks for me. Sucks for you too. I'm going to like take most of the shit. I'm going to yeah. make your job as easy as possible. All I expect you to do is be a warm body. Do the best you can. Yeah. I don't care. You know, other mm-hmm. than that, I, I have your back on everything. And you know, people love me as a manager. If I can like eight months after I left the, the company I was in, uh, one of my former employees, her husband was driving her somewhere and she saw me on the street at the bus stop <laughs> and she made her husband pull the car around. And then she like <laughs> came to the bus stop and like, I missed the bus cause she wanted to talk forever. Yeah. But like, you know, I, I get, and uh, she was like, oh my God. So I decided to retire. And I'm like, oh, but I thought you loved working there. She's like, no, I loved working for you. Aww. I was like, 
Karen. Her name was Karen. Karen. Her name. She was actually kind of a Karen, <laughs> but I was a Karen tamer. I was like, I knew, but she was like, she was a Karen in that she was an anti-Karen. She yes. had a Karen-type mentality, mm-hmm. but she was also very working class and very like pro-union and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so she'd just like come back at Karen's with the exact same bitchy attitude. <laughs> and it was like an immovable force. And it was always so funny to see her go, uh-huh. You're like, send in the Karen. Yeah, exactly. Like, like the, the, Release she, the Karen. She was, my, the she, she was my fucking artillery, man. <laughs> yeah, fucking Karen baddie. Total baddie. Total baddie. We love Karen. Yes. Um, that Karen specifically. <laughs> Working class retail mm-hmm. Karen. Yep. Rocks. Yep. No, uh, left wing billionaires do not exist. Hell no. You're, you have more in common with, with the people that you show up to work every day with. No, and, literally you have more in common with homeless, with, with unhoused people. Yes. And people who you, you spit on. People who, who you don't want to help. People yep. who are addicts and stuff. You have far more in common with someone who is actually overdosing on fentanyl than any... Yep multi-millionaire or billionaire you will ever meet in your yeah, life. There are left-wing billionaires do not promote left-wing ideologies. They, There's they, no such they, thing as a left-wing They billionaire. perpetuate the hegemonic view of that capital, uh, you know, they they protect capital, mm-hmm. they benefit from capital, mm-hmm. they will do everything to maintain capital's um, stranglehold on mm-hmm. the American people. Absolutely. So they are, there's when this motherfucker moron who somehow has like, <laughs> has like a, a, a a, uh, a seemingly like a uh, he's like a seems to be a speaker and uh, I, I think he works for Stanford too. Yeah, and he writes crazy. and writes and like this moron does not have the any sort of like actual realistic view of the world. But he only like, but as his writing is, is dog shit. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. but anyway, fuck that guy. Yep. Fuck that guy. Yeah. Yep. That's the news for the week. Yeah. Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. <laughs>